0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability
1: is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking
0: is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Thanks to our friends over at LaTrain Watches for sponsoring Time to BS Podcast. Use the promo code Time2BS at LaTrain.com for some sweet deals over from the website. That's Time, the number two, and BS. At La It's time to BS. Connor, hello, sir. <laughs> What's going on, dude? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, welcome, my man. You are uh, you stadium great, by the way. Oh, the good old days, yeah. The good oh, old- dude, <laughs> they miss you over there, bro.
1: They miss you over there. Yeah, definitely miss that. Uh, how it used to be for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean I've I've tried. My best on my end to um to up the community up. Um, also, i have just promoting the podcast or speaking my mind on sports and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's basically how it is. I mean, you're one of the U Stadium originals. Yeah, I
1: I know. It was a good it was a good time, so It was definitely fun to be on there. I'll definitely miss it.
0: Oh yeah, bro. Um, do, what do you think of the Eagles like drafts what do you think of the Eagles um opportunities to go into this draft? I mean, because the draft is tomorrow, as we're recording this, it's it's uh Wednesday the twenty seventh. And the first round of the NFL draft is tomorrow and the Eagles have two picks in the first round. So, I mean, where do you where do you think they'll go? I think
1: they're going to do wide well receiver quarterback. Really? I mean, you think they'll chomping- go quarterback? No, not quarterback. Sorry, corner. Oh, corner. Yeah, I do think they'll go corner. Uh, I think they're actually going to shop Jalen Rager during this draft. Uh, they're, I mean, they're already listening on offers on him. He's not, not really getting what the value that they're hoping to get, which is I don't know what they're expecting there with him, but uh, they're willing to move on from him, so it's not going to hesitate their decision to go wide receiver in this draft. I expect them to move up for a corner, uh, whether it be – I don't think they're going to be able to land Sauce Gardner. I think you could see them in play to move up to get Derek Sidney Jr. And then I think they'll move back from 18 to get a wide receiver like a George Pickens, perhaps, in uh, the later first round. But that's what I see them going.
0: The Rager pick was fascinating. I thought he was the best slot receiver coming out of that draft. and
1: That was probably my worst take ever. Probably my worst take ever was how hard I backed him over Justin Jefferson, actually. Oh. I thought he'd be a better fit than Justin Jefferson. I mean, I never doubted Justin Jefferson's talent. No, just doubted the fit with the Eagles. Uh, I was wrong. I wish we had Justin Jefferson. That would have been great for him on the <laughs> Eagles. But believe uh, me, I'm in the same we boat. We all got to take our L's. We all got to take our L's, and I'm taking that one for sure. But uh, this time around, I see that You know, George Pickett would be great. You know, I think George Pickett is a really underrated wide receiver in draft. I think you know he has some character concerns, but all the wide receivers that have overblown character since was concerned in college ended up being you know one of the top of receivers when they get into the league anyway so uh, he has the talent to become that I think it would be great uh, not only just you know with Jalen Hurts who struggles with accuracy I think he could use a big body receiver like all day who makes plays regardless of what his quarterback could do for him uh, that would be a great take at George Pickens to compliment Devontae Smith long term
0: you don't think the Eagles are that far behind do you?
1: I think you're far behind I think you're if you don't have a franchise quarterback, you're not going to go far in this league uh, consistently. Uh, you can, you know, have a fluke year like the Eagles did when they won the Super Bowl, uh, but you, you're you not going to win consistently until you establish a franchise quarterback who's consistent and can play like that at uh, every year in, year out. And, you know, the jury's still out on Joan Hurts, to be honest with you. It's, it's not established yet that he's a franchise quarterback, but you got to go all in on him uh, and give him a fair shot, which – you know, draft the wide receiver in this draft highly because you try to get Calvin Ridley. He said no, and Robinson turned them down too because they're in Alan Robinson's camp. They were really in on Christian Kirk until Jacksonville overpaid him. Uh, so you see how serious they were at the wide receiver position and corner too. They were they were yeah. If it wasn't for the Colts, they would have signed Stephon Gilmore. So they've really been trying to upgrade these positions that failed to do so. So what are they going to do? They're going to turn to the draft. And, Go all in and try to do that. And the reason why they're going to be able to do so is they have trend draft picks. They have so many picks. in They have uh, two first-round picks, two third-round picks, a second-round pick, and then they have two first next year. They have a ton of resources to work with uh, to move around in this draft to get the guys that they actually want instead of sitting back and missing. Because, you know, last year they really wanted to draft Patrick Surtain. That was the guy they really wanted. They didn't expect Denver to take him. And then when he went off the board, they were thinking, all right, we'll, we'll get J.C. Horn then. And then Carolina's for J.C. Horn. So instead of just waiting around, they made a move to get Devontae Smith, the third player on their board, so they could secure him. The Eagles are going to do that this time around too. They're not going to just let guys dwindle away that are on top of their board. They're going no. to the move, try to be aggressive and get them. So I, that's why I think it's going to be Derek Singley Jr. I think you're going to see the move up maybe to 10 with the Jets especially if he's still on the board. That's, you can bank that trade's going to happen. All right. Uh, and they, they're going to get Derek Stanley Jr., and then they're going to move back to recoup their losses uh, from moving up to, from 10 to 15.
0: Question for you, because I'm a Seahawk fan, and the Hawks do have a top 10 pick in the first round this mm-hmm. year, number nine. If Seattle calls and say, hey, we're willing to trade back, which I I have 100% belief that they will, um... Especially because the top two offensive linemen that they want, they're not going to be there. Evan Neal and Ike Amaju, they're definitely not going to be there by no. n- by number nine. So, no. if you're Howie Roseman and if you're Josh Schneider, do you make that trade? Of let's say the Eagles want Derek Stanley Jr. that bad, do you trade with Seattle and offer the two first round picks that you have?
1: Yeah. Uh... then because I think you could move to ten to from to, uh, fifteen to ten with including the third round pick you got from the Saints and maybe your additional third round pick as well. I understand to move to nine, I don't know if they would the Eagles wouldn't be willing to go up two first round picks. They're you know man, that I know what we said earlier maybe sound like I said that they were close, but you look at the Eagles defense at least Seattle can look at their defense and say, I know that they're still retooling and everything, but and I know Jamal Adams gets a lot of disrespect, but he is their star of their defense. Yeah, they got
0: promise. Uh, they had a lot of yeah, promise throughout of this, the, throughout the second that. half of the year.
1: They don't, they don't have a star on defense. Not they, anymore. They had Darius Slay, who's at the top of his game, of course, but Darius Slay is not a long-term star for them. They don't have a long-term star on defense. They have to walk away with this draft with a long-term star on defense. Yeah. And to be honest with you, other than Devontae Smith, they don't really have one on offense either. No. So – so, they have to. I mean, this is a draft you're looking at you're your second year head coach who showed you a ton of promise. You know, they should be all in on Nick Sierrani now for what he did this first year as a head coach. Uh, build upon his resume, take advantage of these picks. They're going to use, I, I really believe they're going to use two first round picks this draft. I think they didn't want to use three. They put themselves in the best position to have enough insurance to make sure that if Joe and Hertz uh, does not work out next year, that they're going to be in a position to get a, a top four quarterback in this upcoming draft in, two, in 2023. Which I think I would take, to be honest with you, it's going to sound crazy. I would take Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, Anthony Richardson from Florida and Will Levis from Kentucky over a ton of quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, and I think the Eagles are at that evaluation process too, where they say we have four guys in the 2023 class. We have to take over this class. We'll load up on first round picks. And I'm going to be honest with you, Tyler Murray's situation is not going to get any better. So you might as well stack up the cover because what gets these quarterbacks in these trades is these first-round picks.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you see this quarterback carousel out uh, the way it's been going. These quarterbacks, if they want out, they're going to get out. Oh, yeah. The Eagles, the Eagles could be players for one of the top quarterbacks in this league if Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, whether it's the draft or availability. So I, I think they just looked at it like we don't want to have three first-round picks. We know we're not going to be able to afford three first-round pick salaries under our cap. We're going to go ahead and make sure that we have a pick in 2023, but we're going to use these two first-round picks now because Fletcher Cox is off the books next year. Javon Hargreaves is off the books next year. Darius Slay's cat is not affordable. They're going to have to get him off the books next year. Uh, they really don't have guys that they're really paying on defense, so they're going to need this draft to really bring in the next you know wave of stars, and uh, I think they're going to you know utilize both those picks now.
0: The, before the Russell Wilson trade happened, I did have – Seattle trading him to Philadelphia um, in return for Jalen Hurts and two first round picks and then some. Of course, we do know what the trade turned into. Thank you, Denver. Mm-hmm. Would you have made that deal? I mean, let's go oh, from dear. your Devo's, inside. It. Let's let's. I mean, I spoke to you about this. I said if if Seattle offered you Russell Wilson in exchange for. Your first, like, what was – I can't remember what I asked you. Was it your two first-round picks or
1: – It was two first-round picks and John Hurts, and I said, hell yeah, absolutely. And you know the Eagles would have done it too. That would Russell Wilson have held all the cards. Trade clause screwed Seattle. They would have traded him to the highest bidder if it wasn't for that no trade clause. But he chose Denver, and that, they had to make it work with what they had to make work. And they did. They did. They, they – Denver gave up a justified amount to get Russell Wilson. Uh, but the Eagles definitely would have done that. Absolutely, yeah. without a doubt.
0: I'm just I th- I'm just thinking of that now. Um, Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner, and Howard
1: Rosen have coveted Russell Wilson. They would have the absolutely crowd. have done it. They would have. They would have. a hundred percent that trade would have been done if Russell Wilson would have agreed to go to Philly? He yeah. didn't want to go there. He did not want to go there. He wanted to go to Denver. I don't know. I don't, don't understand. You know, Denver's roster with him on it is. Situation than him on the Eagles roster, as much as that's people are going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Denver wasn't a playoff team last year. They were quarterback away. They really were. They have a great defense. Nathaniel Hackett's going to turn that offense around like crazy. They actually have a, a, I think, a good head coach now. So I, 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 I think the situation in Denver was easier for him to pick because he held all the cards. As much as Seattle wants to be third, that's why. He, I hate to say it, man. I know you're a Seahawks fan, but you, you see why the Seattle's acting the way they are towards Russell Wilson.
0: Bro, I I have been advocate for firing Pete Carroll for 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 six years. Believe me, I know.
1: Well, I mean, you see how they're treating you know his departure so far. It's kind of odd the way they're treating yeah. It's him, odd. The reason why is because they he bent them over backwards. He did. He said, "I'm only going to Denver. I'm only you have to make the deal with Denver." And they. They would have easily took two first-round picks from the Eagles and been following Oh, my God, yeah. Easily they would have done
0: it. They would have taken the, they taken Hurst, the third they one too.
1: Try, I, would, I, I guarantee you, going in that building, they would have valued Jalen Hurts more and drew off. Yes. But it is what it is. that Jostle Wilson got what he wanted. But, yes, the Eagles would have made that deal.
0: I mean, I look back at that deal. I don't know how big of a hockey fan you are. Mid-bubble. Mid level, not good enough. More basketball,
1: not good enough. Going uh, basketball for sure, yeah.
0: Um, I, I, I personally, I cannot wait for the schedule to come out because when that schedule does come out, I'm gonna try and make a trip to Seattle when Denver does visit the Seahawks, and I cannot wait to hear that crowd because I hope I'm,
1: they're respectful, man. He deserves it.
0: I, I, I'm, I have a feeling it's gonna be fifty fifty split. Considering, I do too. considering what like. I've been the, I've been on this boat. Of, though, you
1: can't blame him. You know he. No, you he can't. Tried. He tried his best, like you're saying. You know, it's they won't. They chose the coach over the player, which is just beyond. Which that, is that never stupidity. works out. That never works out. That no. never works out. Never does. Um, if they would have just fired Pete Carroll two years ago and went with an offensive-minded coach, totally different story.
0: Completely different story. I mean, Ross would probably still, still be Seattle. here. He's
1: still in Seattle. He, he, he's still in Seattle, he really yeah. Wanted to leave. I think he wanted different
0: ideas in there that were being turned down, which they shouldn't have been when he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The argument that I keep hearing was, okay, Pete Carroll's off-system works if you have a quarterback that's willing to run the football. The issue here is that Russell Wilson's a 5,000-yard passer, just waiting to happen. He can throw 5,000 yards at will if he could.
1: That's another thing. He looked at Nathaniel Hackett and said, "He got Blake Bortles to throw 35 touchdowns. Every quarterback he's worked with has done wonders with him. He knows how to run an offense with Aaron Rodgers, like Gunslinger. I need that, and I need Cortland Sutton. I need Jared Judy. I need KJ Hamler. I need Tim Patrick. So it was pretty easy. No, I need, completely uh, get it. But um,
0: I, um, I, I tend to look at this as like it's literally going to make or break the Seahawks. This is either going to be one of the best trades that the team has made in a long time, or it's going to set them back three years. I hear you mentioned, uh, offensive tackle. The only reason why
1: I think the Seahawks would look to move back is because they know the quarterbacks aren't going to go high and they might consider taking no. one. I know you probably hate to say that, hear that, but I, I, I don't think, you're, I don't know for a fact. I think they rather, I think they know the prospect of what they're going to do this year. Would Drew lock, you know, I mean, you're, I hate to break it to you. you. Might be lucky to win four games with him. No,
0: I, I think you I think you're gonna I think it's in between four to nine wins, depending on how the rest of the team favors. Cause remember we still have wave two of free agency on June first. And we still got wave three, like towards August. So we still have you have two. any faith in July? Yes and no. Um okay. I like to look at him as like a younger Joe Flacco. <laughs> if that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, fair. literally the Pete Carroll system is pretty simple to run. I'm pretty sure I could run it if I could. It's literally run the football, play action pass, don't turn the ball over. That's it. That's literally all it is. Mm-hmm. And it's infuriating, right? Here we go. Bringing my Seahawks bias into this. when This should <laughs> be mostly an Eagles talk,
1: but... No, no, it's fun. It's fun. It's <laughs> no, I tend well. to do this. The Eagles this. were definitely in on Russell Wilson. So, I mean, to answer all those questions about it, to go back to the point, yeah. The Eagles would have easily done that deal and got Russell Wilson, whatever it took. Uh,
0: I'm, I mean, you're on, I, I, are you on the same boat as me? Pete Carroll should have been fired like four or five years ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's done. I mean, did he, his butter is even getting worse by the year, too, in the secondary. So I don't know what – what because he won a Super Bowl there? They care about the coach? I, I don't know. Okay. I, I think the Eagles did it the right way because, you know, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl here, but the writing was on the wall. And they moved on. So, I, that's what Seattle should have done when they see the writing on the wall. I don't know. The prospect of that team is not looking too hot.
0: No, nope. In my opinion. I don't blame you at all, bro. I don't blame you at all. I mean, I, I, I looked at the position to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. So one of those two, I think it's going to be one of those two. Um, I wouldn't be too shocked if they do go quarterback next year. I mean, it all depends knowing Pete doesn't want to rebuild. He wants to do whatever he can. But then again, this guy is in fear. He's the vice president of football operations for the Seahawks. Every single decision goes through him. Every single one.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: And I mean, it's infuriating, bro. It's it's fucking infuriating. But I'm one of the very few fans that look at this team and say, okay, I have some confidence, but not a lot. Say, okay, let's see what the defense can do. If if the three four if the three four is implemented into this system, then let's see what they can do. But it all depends, really. I mean, what are your expectations for the Eagles next year?
1: I think they can still compete for a playoff spot, but really all hinges on Jalen Hurts' development because they're not going to let the Eagles – excuse me, when I say that, I say NFL defenses are not going to – they're going to adjust to what the Eagles did last year and try to take away – you know, look what Patrick Graham did to the uh, Jalen Hurts when the Giants played the Eagles. He took away Jalen Hurts' rushing lane ability, so – uh, that's going to happen a lot more next year. And if he doesn't develop as a passer, that can make a breakthrough season for sure because the quarterback position is what leads you or breaks you. Uh, so if he doesn't take a step forward as a passer, I don't think they're going to repeat. I think they're going to be a middle-of-the-pack team. And uh, by middle-of-the-pack, I mean six to eight wins. Uh, but if he does take his progression as a passer in a, in a leap way, in a noticeable way, uh, they're definitely a playoff-caliber team uh, because this draft, I mean, they're going to get – very, very great impact from their first round picks as long as they stay healthy, uh, and they got Hassan Reddick, who is a double digit edge rusher for this defense that desperately needs it. So,
0: uh, yeah, that signing confused me. That signing confused yeah. me. I don't know how the hell he was available for that. For I don't know why Arizona originally let him go.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know why Carolina let him go. I don't maybe. know why the Panthers
0: of all teams let him go. That system was beautiful for him.
1: mm Hmm. I was his college defensive coordinator with Carolina, too. So, yeah, I, I, but I mean, the Eagles got him on a bargain, too. So, I, this is going to be, uh, so, I mean, depending on what they get in the safety position in this draft, that's their weakest position on defense right now is safety. Uh, other, I know everybody says linebacker, but he's really safety right now. Kaiser White's going to be a great player for this defense. Uh, but it's really safety is their weakest spot. Uh, they, if they improve that this draft, which you can in the second and third round, you definitely can with the prospects of safety. Uh, I can definitely see them being a playoff team if Jalen Hurts takes those steps as a passer.
0: How much do you think they're going to get back for Jalen Rager? Fifth-rounder, maybe?
1: Conditional fifth-rounder to become a fourth-rounder at best. I I think in a, in a system where that features a, uh, a good, deep passer, if he would go to the Chiefs, he'd be fine. I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised if the Chiefs are a team that makes, it, it makes it a swing on him because, you know, obviously he has to get better with his hands, but, you know, he's in a system where the quarterback – has a very limited arm and uh that's just not his game he was meant to be Carson Wentz's deep ball catcher and he was for one week before he got injured after the week one game versus Washington uh, but if he goes to a team like the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes I feel like he could reach the like, some sort of his potential uh but it's never gonna be like the first round pick guy that we all you know envision him to be coming out of the draft but uh I just think a different situation for him to change his scenery would do him wonders for his talent
0: do you got faith in Howie Roseman going forward?
1: I do. Uh, Based on last year's draft results, I think they changed a lot of their approach. Uh, I think they, you know, go after the proven production in the SEC last year, but that was really noticeable. Uh, In years prior, they used to fall in love with traits. You know, they didn't care about production. They didn't care about college stats. They just fell in love with traits and jacket players off of that, and they finally realized, that's not working. You know, these guys are not living up to what we think they're going to be. Let's go ahead – like the J-Jaws of the world and the Jalen Riggers of the world and the Andre Dillard's of the world, uh, those type of guys. So they go into uh, this 2021 draft, and they take a guy who won the Heisman Trophy. They take a guy who was one of the top offensive linemen in the SEC and Landon Diggerson. They take a guy like like Milton Williams who put up Aaron Donald-type production as an athlete uh, at Louisiana Tech. So uh, I do have faith in him going forward. I just – you know, what's going to make or break him is establishing the franchise quarterback because, you know, he they were in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. They were in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. They, they aren't completely sort on Jalen Hurts as much as Eagles fans would or preach that they are or hope that they are. It's just not the case. So uh, they can't establish a franchise quarterback within the next two to three years. He's going to have I, – I don't want to say he's going to be done because I, uh, Jeffrey Leary is never going to fire him. It's not gonna happen. No, nope. but uh, he's not gonna be looked at as the same GM as he has been these last couple of years. And you can't figure out a franchise quarterback.
0: Aside from the Super Bowl victory in 2017, was Chip Kelly's firing your favorite time as an Eagles fan?
1: <laughs> I had a lot of faith in Chip Kelly, but I did too. I think my I think my, I think my other favorite time as an Eagles fan, you know probably that NFC championship game when they won it against 2004 against Atlanta Falcons. Cause I remember that like it was yesterday. That was uh, just felt like it was their year. Finally, they were going to do it. Uh, I mean, obviously the results weren't great against the spot gate Patriots, but, uh, but you really, really thought it was their year. To was coming back. He's going to play on a bad ankle. McNabb was playing on another level, an MVP level. Uh, the defense was clicking. It, it really, everything felt like it was falling into place. So, I, I can't. I wouldn't trade that moment for the world. When I felt that too.
0: Is Brian Dawkins your favorite Eagle, or do you have a, or do you have a top five list of your favorite Eagles? I mean,
1: Nav drew me to the team uh, I, I lived in Rochester, New York, when he was at Syracuse. So I was following following him, and then I followed him to the Eagles when he got drafted. But uh, Dawkins really captures your heart. You know, once you become an Eagles fan, that's the guy who captures your heart. So yes, he's my favorite. Oh my god! I'd say yeah. one. Dawkins, two, McNabb, three, uh, would be Deshaun Jackson, four, would be Shady, and then five would be Asante Samuel.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Is Asante, Asante? do you think Asante gets in the Hall of Fame? He should be, I don't he know should? why he did He should?
1: He should have been already been there.
0: I don't know how he didn't Hall
1: of Fame murderers don't like him because he's kind of, he, he, he mocks them, so... You know, he's not doing himself any favors, obviously. Because he's right. <laughs> uh, that's why we need to get a new Hall of Famer system, because these guys get really personal when they shouldn't be. You got to gotta be pay attention to the production, and they're not. So it's a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous, actually.
0: I mean, I mean, there are a couple Eagles players that should be in the Hall of Fame right now, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, did Carmichael get in? I believe so, yes. I think he did. Eric Carmichael. Yeah. I think at one point he owned, like, every single receiving record. He was crazy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I got some, like, deep faith for, like... the. I mean, I'm a New Yorker. I mean, mm-hmm. worse... I mean... But I also have deep respect from the Eagles because... <laughs> my ex-girlfriend at the time was a big Patriot fan. And... I told her, all right, Philly's got this. And she said, no, Patriots are going to win. I was like, okay, watch. Philly has got 50 years of pain stored up in this one team. 50 years plus of pain stored in this one team. Mm-hmm. If they lose that – soup, if they lost that Super Bowl, I don't know. I, I would have been – oh, my God. But I remember – that was such a beautiful game. That was a great game of just not only offense, but just like oh, it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> I got a great story for you before we end the uh, before we end the show cause it's a go ahead. Um, I had a couple, I had a few buddies of mine over, um, to watch that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and at the at the final pass. Brady's Hail Mary attempt into the end zone. We all just, this was a pouring rainstorm in the middle of Long Island, New York. And we all just went out, all three of us, just three idiots going down a main road, shirtless, like half streaking. <laughs> we all bet on the Eagles of that day. It was awesome. Let's go. That's right. That's hard.
1: It go. was awesome.
0: <laughs> getting away with it. That's what's up, man. Oh, dude. I mean, I I, I can't imagine how you felt during that. I, I mean, was on Broad Street. Yeah, I was on Broad Street. I was drunk as
1: hell. Was crazy. <laughs> I was crazy. Right I was right where everybody was uh, climbing up all the light poles and everything. It was the best.
0: Oh, it had to have been so wor- I mean, I'm sure I mean, party was like I this can't be real. The party was like crying your ass off. I can't off.
1: believe it. Could not believe it. Could not believe it at all. Never thought it was gonna happen. All the ringless jokes <laughs> finally went to bed. It was great. It was a great feeling. Great
0: feeling. <sighs> I oh man, that, I such a great game, <laughs> dude. Thank you absolutely. so much for doing this, bro. I appreciate it. Big time. Oh, of
1: course, absolutely, man. time Thank you for having me on.
0: Sports Illustrated's Connor Miles. Thanks for coming on Time to BS. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to episode 140 of Time to BS podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Podcast, and on YouTube. Uh, Live streams of the show will be coming back again soon, once we can figure this crap out with OBS. But, hey, we're coming to you live soon from the beaches of Long Island, New York. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Enjoy the rest of your time.